the True True Seconds Free Bible Prophecy Radio Edition. I am Vic Batista, along with Web Minister Nathan Jones of Lamb and Lion Ministry. We're transmitting live from the Aventura Hollandale Station, so we ask that you keep us in prayer. Well, today's program will be that of the prophetic book of Jude. As we continue making our way through the book of Jude, verse by verse, today we look at verse 11 of Jude. Woe to them, for they have gone in the way of Cain, have run greedily in the air of Balaam, for profit and perish in the rebellion of Korah. We will find out today who this is referring to. Today's program again is sponsored by Calvary Chapel Aventura and the Truth Will Set You Free Ministry. You can find more information at CalvaryAventura.com or on Facebook with JN832. You can always call 305-992-9537 for more information and also to be part of today's program. But before we continue, I'm going to ask Nathan Jones if you will open us up with a word of prayer. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for this opportunity to study your word. We thank you for giving us your word as a lamp to our feet and a light on our path so that we can know, Lord, your will for our lives. We thank you for letting us know, too, about the future and what to expect so we can have hope and encouragement and a passion to evangelize the lost, Lord. We pray for all those listening in, that they'll give their lives to you, Lord, and they'll walk in your light as well. We thank you for your precious name. Amen. Thank you, Nathan. Again, you are tuned into the Truth of Second Free Bible Prophecy Radio Edition, the prophetic book of Jude. And of course, today's program is sponsored by Calvary Chapel Aventure. I also want to share with you those that are watching and those that are listening. Thank you for tuning in to TWA.TV. Those of you watching us there, also live by TwitCasting.TV. You can blog and put in your questions and your comments there for Nathan or for myself. I also want to share with you some wonderful resources before we continue, of course, and that is this incredible resource found there according to Prophecy Ministry, Donald Perkins, Evangelist Donald Perkins, would encourage you to check out his website and check out some wonderful uh, information there for you, as well as some prophetic guides that he has in his website. Also want to share with you the Revelation, an overview of the book of Revelation by Dr. David Reagan of Lamb and Lion Ministry. You guys can take advantage of these wonderful resources and make sure you make those part of your libraries. Uh, as uh, just a wonderful tools to have. So I want to encourage you to check out also uh, Pastor Chuck Smith's um, booklet, uh, the What is the Rapture? So I want to encourage you to check out the word for today as well. A lot of wonderful, wonderful uh, information for those of you that are watching and listening to take part of. And of course, before we continue today's first segment of this program, I want to welcome my special guest to today's program, and that is Evangelist Nathan Jones, Web Minister for Lamb and Lion Ministry. Nathan, it's always a pleasure to have you on the program. Thank you, Reverend Vic. It's a great pleasure to be on uh, Truth Will Set You Free, brother. I really enjoy it. <laughs> Nathan, it's always a joy to have you on. We have so much fun uh, here on our programs, and I know today's program is going to be awesome, so I thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me on. And Nathan, of course, before we continue, I always like to ask you to share some information about Lamb and Lion and the wonderful things that you guys are always involved in. Can you talk to us a little bit about that and how people can get a hold of some of your resources? Certainly. Uh, if people want to know about uh, Lamb and Lion Ministries, which I serve as Associate Evangelist and Web Minister for, we're a Bible prophecy teaching ministry. Our mission is to proclaim the soon return of Jesus Christ. And they can check us out on our website, lamblion.com. Easy to remember, Jesus came first as a lamb, he's coming back as a lion, lamblion.com. There we have our television show, Christ and Prophecy, which is broadcast on over 15 networks all over the world. We've got articles and uh, social groups you can join, a newsletter you can sign up for, lots of great resources. Check us out, lamblion.com. Uh, thank you so much, Nathan. Of course, for those that are watching, you can see that information right there in the back. Uh, screen uh, for those of you watching us live at twave.tv and tweetcasting that to be a beautiful website with a lot of wonderful information. Nathan, you also have a, co a conference coming up, uh, 2015 Bible Prophecy Conference? Yes, yes. Uh, every year our ministry hosts the Bible Prophecy Conference, and this year the theme is Messages for a Rebellious Nation. Folks can come to our conference here in Dallas in July, or they can watch it online or go to a church that's hosting it, and just like uh, Calvary Chapel Aventura, right? That's right, Nathan. We look forward to it. Lord willing, this year we will be able to do the same. And last year we had an incredible time, so we would encourage anyone that's able to take part of it uh, to join us uh, if we're able to webcast it. Or maybe, maybe I can join you guys live over there in Texas, Nathan. Hey, that'd be great, brother. Uh, we'd love to have you over here and all. But uh, anyone out there who has a church and they want to have their own Bible Prophecy Conference, they can become a satellite conference with us. We 
you could just show it uh, through streaming to your congregation, and, and folks can can have their own Bible prophecy conference through whatever churches. So it's an awesome opportunity to get the gospel out and to really spread the word and get yeah. that important message about Jesus' soon return out there. Well, Nathan, I'm definitely going to be encouraging other ministries to take advantage of making that into a satellite prophecy conference because it's worth it. And uh, we even, when we were airing it here last year, Nathan, everybody was here was just so in awe of the amazing information that was bringing forth by all your guest speakers. So that was uh, that was wonderful. Well, praise the Lord. And we got some big name speakers coming out too, besides Dr. David Reagan, who's the founder of our ministry. We have Kelly Shackerford, uh, Bob Russell, who was my pastor years ago, Tim Wildman, and uh, Al Gist, and Jack Collinsworth, of course, who's on our shows frequently singing. And so these are uh, some people who are really connected in what's going on politically around the country and they can really uh, help give us a Christian perspective on what's going on in the country. That is excellent, Nathan. Praise the Lord. I'm looking forward to that. So thank you for sharing that information uh, with our viewers and our listeners. Nathan, you've been taking us through this incredible book uh, of Jude. Actually, it's a letter, uh, verse by verse, as we're making our way through it. We get to verse 11 of Jude, and it says, Woe to them, for they have gone in the way of Cain, have run greedily in the air of Balaam for profit, and, uh, and perish in the rebellion of Korah. And I'm so looking forward for you to expound on who this is talking to, Nathan. Okay. Well, you have to go back a few verses to the beginning of, of this book. Again, Jude is, subject matter-wise, is dealing with people who uh, have crept in unnoticed in the church. Uh, these are like the wolves in sheep's clothing, so to speak. You know, right. They uh, they're, they're, they're want to kill the sheep being the, the church, but they sneak in pretending to be sheep. But in uh, verse 4, says so they're long ago marked out for condemnation. They're ungodly men who turn the grace of our God into lewdness. They deny the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. So these are definitely false converts. They're right. false believers. They, their purpose is like a spy to sneak in the church and disrupt it, and, and that's what their purpose is. Nathan, what a great point. And we see that that is just increasing in the times in which we're living. And more and more, these individuals are to sneak in through the back door rather than coming through the front, trying to uh, come in stealth, unnoticed. And it's, it causes uh, great issues and great problems as it causes today, much like also in the time uh, that this was written by Jude. And Paul, in Acts chapter 20, also talked about that this was something that was going to happen uh, in the last days. And uh, so Nathan, continue to take us through this incredible journey there with the following verses there in Jude. For anybody that is watching or listening, we would encourage you to also get your Bible and follow along with us in this incredible letter uh, of Jude. Well, good reference, Pastor Vic, because uh, John and First uh, John address the same thing, that what were called Gnostics. Uh, they were the, probably what you'd say the first uh, false teaching, heretical cult of its time period. I mean, as soon as Christianity came on the scene, Satan started doing his work to try to, to confuse people about what Jesus taught. And so the Gnostics came in and they started teaching that material things are bad and, and spiritual is good. It's a Greek teaching, and therefore uh, Jesus well, didn't come as a man, but he was a spirit. And so and these guys, these uh, false teachers were trying to infiltrate the church here, and, and the verse you read, verse 11, is where Jude is comparing them to some of the villains of the Old Testament. Uh, obviously, uh, most people know who Cain is. He was the brother of Abel, the, the first children born in humanity, and Cain killed his brother Abel. He, he, he was jealous of his brother. His brother had a real heart for God, but Cain did not. And so these people don't have a heart for God. And just like Cain, they want to kill the faithful one who, who loves the Lord. Also, wow. Balaam. Balaam was hired to to put a curse on Israel. Another right. one of the weirdest stories in the Bible. And a donkey <laughs> turned around and started talking. I don't know how hey, God spoke through the donkey, or an angel did, or He gave the donkey ability to speak. I don't know. It's one of those stories that, that's really hard. But but remember the donkey, you know, turned around and Balaam said, "Why are you beating me?" You know, <laughs> and Balaam repented. But Balaam was there hired to bring calamity upon Israel, just like these people are trying to bring calamity on the church. And then there's Korah. He led a rebellion while the Jews were, uh, Israelites were wandering around the desert for 40 years. Uh, Korah tried to lead a rebellion against Moses, and, and God destroyed him and all his people because of that. And so these people are like the villains of the Old Testament. They come in, they try to destroy the church, they, they try to steal God's children away from them, but uh, uh, God promises that we're always firm and, and 
secure in his hands. So. Amen. You know, Nathan, I love verse 12 because it says, uh, Jude there, verse 12 says, these are spots uh, in your love feast as well. And uh, you mentioned there, you know, these individuals that you just talked to us about, uh, Korah, Cain, uh, Balaam, uh, the light, they, they were those disruptors of the uh, the fellowship of for God's people. A good, excellent point. Yes, the fellowship, exactly. That's what they were trying to interrupt. They were trying to put a wedge between God and his children. And that's what he's doing. That's what Satan does. He, he, you know, he knows he's going down. He's going to hell one day. But he wants to drag as many people as possible. Or if you're saved, he's trying to make your life weak in the faith and, and unproductive. And that's what these people are doing. They're coming in, they're being accepted, and saying, hey, you know, we'd like you to come to church, hoping they'll get saved, but what they really end up doing is causing chaos and rebellion, and like Korah, um, they need to be destroyed. And not, you know, we don't kill them, but we need to be <laughs> ejected out of the church, you know? Don't put up with them, you know? Right. There's a point where you have to, it's basically, you know, as, uh, Paul did, knock the dust off your shoes and, and move on, and, and these people don't, they aren't coming to get saved, they're coming to destroy, and we need to get rid of them. And you know, Nathan, a healthy body purges itself, right, of disease. And, yes. and I think as, as believers, we need to recognize it is a healthy thing from time to time to be able to purge ourselves from these individuals coming in because it's like an infection, right? Nathan, if we do nothing about it, it's just going to affect the whole body. Oh, exactly. I mean, Jesus compares the, the church to a body. He's the head and, and we're the body. And uh, when we have foreign particles in, the, the white blood cells, you know, they kick in and they start destroying the, the foreign particles. And these are foreign particles. These are people who are trying to destroy the body of Christ. And uh, they need to be removed. And Jude, Jude starts really uh, getting very poetic there in 12 and 13. I, I don't know if this guy had a literary bent, but uh, <laughs> he kind of reminds me of King David. He says, these are spots in your love feast while they feast with you without fear, serving only themselves. Their clouds without water carry about by the winds. Lay autumn trees without fruit, twice dead, pulled up by the roots. Raging waves of the sea, foaming up their own shame. Wandering stars for whom is reserved the blackest of darkness wow. forever. So, wow, does he wax eloquent or what? And Nathan, I mean, each one of those points is a sermon in itself. I mean, just like you said there in the poetic writing, he says these are spots in your love feast. And, and I can, uh, as I look at the word their spot, uh, I focus, uh, have you ever worn a nice white shirt, Nathan, and then you get a little bit of ink on it, like one drop of ink, right, you get a spot there? Oh, oh yeah, ruins the whole shirt. But it just ruins the whole shirt. <laughs> and here I look at these guys, you're having a beautiful fellowship, you're having a, a time of feasting, and here comes one of these individuals that just ruins the party, right? Oh, exactly. And in this reference to love feast, too, is also a reference to communion. Yes. So the church would, would follow what the Lord has said observed, to, to drink from the cup and to eat the bread, to remember Jesus Christ's sacrifice on the cross. They, yeah. they were called love feasts, and usually the churches would have fellowships afterwards. Some would have foot washings. They commemorate the death of Christ. So here we're, we're bringing in these people who are false teachers, false prophets. They hate Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. and yet we're bringing them into our communion services. Like you said, man, they are spots. They are blemishes on what's supposed to be a perfect and holy thing. Nathan, and wow. And, and that's why purity is so important among God's people, right? Spiritual purity, uh, doctrinal purity. And this is what we're noticing. There's a lot of heresies uh, brought into the churches. A lot of guest speakers that people bring into their churches, right, Nathan? That really come in with messages uh, that are really contrary to the Word of God. And we need to be careful. Well, I've got to wonder about some pastors. What are they thinking when they bring in New Age gurus? Right. They try to get a New Age gurus thing. They bring in yoga, which is Hindu teaching. I mean, it is pure Hinduism. There's there's nothing good about yoga. And you know, we got Christian yoga. You know, we've got Islamic clerics being brought in to understand their point of view and going as far as trying to merge Christianity and Islam into Islam. I mean... These guys, they need to stick to the Word. Why do they need to go more than the Word of God? The Word of God has everything we need. Stick to the Word of God. You don't have to go to man to find truth. God is truth. Excellent point, Nathan. Wow, what an excellent point. And that is a question that I believe we need to put out there for those that are watching, for those that are listening. And maybe we have some Christian leaders that are tuned into our program. Uh, and they're listening and they're watching right now. And, and that is a very valid question. We cannot compromise that's what I love about your ministry, Dr. Reagan, as well. You guys do not compromise the truth. And, and oftentimes, I've also seen Dr. Reagan in certain programs, even with good 
uh, Bible teachers that have um, strayed a little bit, he'll confront them and he'll correct them lovingly and say, hey man, why are you teaching that? Where do you find that? <laughs> that type of teaching. I think from time to time we need to do that with one another. We do, we do. You know, it's great all to have uh, unity and love and all, but at the same time, Jesus Jesus didn't put up with doctrinal impurity. He, he didn't put up with falsehood. Why would we as churches want to put up with false teaching? Yes. Stick to the Bible. You know, don't be bringing in these false teachers and false prophets and think you're going to glean something. More than likely, and almost inevitably, they're going to dilute and blemish the body of Christ. They're going to hurt your church. Yes. And uh, it's a mess. So don't do it. <laughs> I think the apostles of Jesus Christ were very clear on that subject. Excellent point. And you know, Nathan, as we, and as we look at verse 12, again, it says that they, uh, these are spots in your love feast while they feast with you without fear. And then the next verse is serving only themselves. And, and that's really what it's all about, right, Nathan? Well, it's interesting, too, that you read it. Look uh, at the Corinthian church. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong here. That they were celebrating communion by getting drunk. Right. They were they were taking something that was supposed to be holy and pure and turning it into a wild binge party. And that's not what serving Jesus Christ is about. I mean, it doesn't have to be all formal and serious, but it does have to be reverent. And it's very important that we keep reverency in the church. And when we bring these people in, you know, they're only about themselves. They're only serving themselves and Satan. And uh, so we need to cast them out. Yes. Now, it's interesting how Jude compares them to, you know, they, they look good on the outside. They're like beautiful clouds, but hey, they don't have water. Mm -hmm. They're like beautiful winds, but uh, they're carried away. They're like trees, you know, with all the beautiful leaves, although, you know, down in Miami you don't see any leaves, but <laughs> the country they see beautiful leaves, but you know, these trees are dead. You know, they just need to be pulled up. He says pulled up by their roots. Yes. They're like the raging waves of the sea, but they, they only have shame. And they're like beautiful stars, but they're reserved for blackness. Now, that's very important because where it says to reserve for the blackness and darkness forever, it's talking about hell. Mm. Many people, when they think of hell, they think, oh, fire, it's going to be bright. But there's quite a number of verses in the Bible that say that hell is dark. You can't see in it. And so this is what they, these people are destined to, to God's punishment in hell. So wow. They not be included in the church. Nathan, what an incredible point. And we pray that anybody that's watching or listening doesn't get the wrong idea. Well, you know, we do need to talk about what the Bible talks about. And hell is a real place. We don't oftentimes focus on talking about it, but just like the same way that we love to talk about heaven and where all Christians are going to spend eternity, there is a place called hell where if someone doesn't turn to the Lord, right, Nathan, they're going to spend all eternity separated from God. And how sad that is, right? Amen. I mean, hell was created for Satan and his angels as a, for the rebelling against God. And when mankind sinned, when we sinned, when I sinned, you know, I, it, then they came underneath the judgment of hell. And thank goodness the Lord sent his own son, Jesus Christ, Amen. to die for our sins and take that punishment of hell onto himself if we accept him in faith. And these, these false teachers, these false uh, uh, congregants, when they're coming into church, they don't care about accepting Jesus as Savior. They want to make sure as many people they can be dragged away from Jesus. And that's why Jude is so emphatic about making right. sure that these people are not allowed in the church. Now, some churches have a real problem that they're worried about lawsuits nowadays, or right. about getting sued, that they don't do church discipline because they're worried about getting help. It's really it's about lawsuits. But you know what? We, we have to stand up for what's right because if we don't, our churches will suffer, our people will suffer, and we mm -hmm. just can't let that happen. Excellent point, Nathan, and we need to look at these verses very carefully. Uh, there's nothing more disappointing than a cloud that doesn't bring rain. Imagine if you're a farmer and uh, you're waiting uh, for that rain to come to be refreshed, right, Nathan? And at the end of the day, the cloud brings nothing. Well said, Pastor Vic. Uh, you know, here down in Texas, for the last three years, we've been in terrible droughts. Our river, our lakes and rivers, what little we have, are almost gone. And, uh, you know, in the last few weeks, we've got a tremendous amount of rain. Some of our lakes are now back up to 100%. Our local mm. one's only at 60%. So we're still suffering through it some. But, boy, if those clouds came without rain, we were so disappointed. <laughs> and praise the Lord, the clouds are coming. They're bringing rain. And the rain signifies something. It, it signifies uh, refreshing. It signifies revitalization. It signifies life. Yes. And uh, the real Christian will bring those by the Holy Spirit into the church. They'll bring revitalization, they'll bring refreshment, they'll bring life to the congregation. And it's very important that those are the people that we can recognize as true believers in Jesus Christ. 
We know who they are by their fruit. Absolutely. You know, Nathan, wow, uh, that was a great point. I was just thinking of that, talking about fruit and talking about trees, you know, and again, you plant a tree, you're looking forward uh, for that tree producing fruit, but not just any kind of fruit, healthy fruit. And likewise, you also mentioned about false prophets, and Jesus said there in Matthew that you will know them uh, by their fruits, right, Nathan? Mm -hmm. Exactly. You know, our two fruit trees I planted in the back, and man, they produce the saddest looking <laughs> fruit. I end up picking up and just throwing away, and I'm thinking, man, I just need to chop these trees down. This is pathetic. You know, these aren't the people you want in your church. No. Yes, yeah, because the purpose of the church is to have uh, Christian fellowship and accountability to worship the Lord. And yes. we turned our churches into evangelistic centers. Instead of going out to the public and sharing Christ, we're now getting lazy and saying, well, the people have to come into our church and uh, get saved. But by doing that, by being this, what uh, Bill Heidel called the seeker-sensitive movement, right. it came in and it's converting our churches into houses of paganism because we now have more unbelievers and believers in the door. Mm. We're putting them in positions of a power and authority in our churches, and they don't have this, the fruit of the Spirit in them. And so it's ruining our church. As a matter of fact, the Blue Little Creek Convention even came out a few years back and said, hey, this secret sense thing is not working. We need to stop it. Although many churches, unfortunately, haven't. Right. Well, what a great point, Nathan. And of course, Jude says, really, all these things are just going to intensify and be worse, worse, uh, become worse, worse, as we see the days uh, approaching. And also, verse 13, like you read for us, it says, these are raging waves of the sea uh, foaming in their own shame. And those that are playing a game with their relationship with God, it's really to their own shame, right, Nathan? It, it is. It, you know, eventually, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess Amen. that Jesus is Lord. And these people one day will have to stand before the Lord. And instead of saying that, so I gave my life to Jesus Christ, I had a, had a life that had meaning and purpose, mm. what they could say is that I spent my life trying to destroy the church and to get people to not believe in Jesus. And there's people out there, man, especially the militant atheists, who live to exist to destroy the church. Wow. And uh, we just cannot let these people, as part of our churches, we should we should love on them, we should witness to them, we should do everything possible, but they should not be part of our congregation. Lest, like you said, man, you get that blemish on that perfectly white shirt. Nathan, wow. And, and that's why we love people to come into the congregations in the church, but they have to come with the right motives to grow in the grace and the knowledge of Jesus Christ and not to cause division or cause trouble for others. We know that there is uh, no perfect church, right, Nathan? We often say, if you find the perfect church, don't join it because you will ruin it, right? <laughs> <laughs> well said. Well said. It's right. You know, it's the motive. Why are they coming? Are they coming actually generally to, to know about Jesus, to learn about Him, to grow in Him? Or are they coming to destroy it? I mean, that be as crazy saying we want to bring a bunch of militant jihadists into our country just to get to know them better. You don't do stuff. <laughs> Why would we want a bunch of doctrinal jihadists to come into our church and destroy our churches? It doesn't make sense. And so pastors, I really encourage you, those who are listening, to, to you, know, you have to stand up for church discipline. And the apostles dealt with this very much. We're reading about Jude here, one of the half-brothers of Jesus, dealing with this. And we can't be timid about this. Lest we lose congregants to the Satan, lest our churches start falling apart. Wow. And also, Nathan, we believe that there's a message there for anyone that is watching or anyone that is listening that maybe doesn't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, that if they recognize, man, that they're just not right with the Lord, there is still time for them, right, Nathan, to come to the, to the feet of Jesus and, and allow Him to make things right in their lives. Well, you say there's, there's not a lot of time left. I don't know, man. Jesus could come and rapture the church any moment, just like that, like a snap. And uh, so we need to, if you're ready, you need to do it now. Give your life to Jesus Christ. Pray, pray in your heart. Dear Jesus, please forgive me of my sins and be my Savior. He promises to do just that. He'll forgive your sins, take away the guilt, give you a new life, and that eternal hope of heaven with Him. So I don't know how long that folks have, either to the rapture or death, but we know that time's coming short, Jesus is coming back soon, and we need to get real serious about what our relationship is with Jesus Christ. Absolutely. I want to encourage anyone of you that are watching or listening, uh, you know, we always like to give you an opportunity, like Nathan was saying, that wherever you are, you might be able to uh, turn to Christ. And it's not a complicated thing to start a relationship 
uh, with the Lord. And also, those of you that want to know more about Jesus, you can always give us a call. Our lines are open, 305-992-9537. Uh, Big Batista, Nathan Jones, as we're looking at the prophetic book of Jude here on The Truth, we'll set you free Bible prophecy. Uh, radio edition and Nathan we have about a minute left to the program and would you maybe send out an invitation uh, to someone watching or listening uh, maybe a simple prayer that they can pray that so they can re re return or repent and come to the Lord from wherever they are well if you're ready to accept Jesus as your Savior it's not some magical words or sayings or something that right. brings Jesus in your life it's a heart attitude it's a change it's a repentance which means to, to turn 180 degrees around and go the opposite direction and that's what Jesus is asking for you, to, to give your heart, to turn 180 degrees away from your old life, put your faith and trust in Him, ask Him to be the Savior of your life. Dear Jesus, please forgive me of my sins and be my Savior. And that's the heart attitude Jesus is looking for. And He promises to accept that and to save you and give you a new life. Amen. Thank you so much, Nathan Jones. It's always a pleasure to have you on the program, Nathan, and thank you for those wonderful, encouraging words there as we look at the prophetic book of Jude. Well, praise the Lord for T-Way, brother. It is a great blessing to reach it out for people. Amen. And we want to thank you for tuning in for the first segment. We pray that you can stay tuned to the second segment of our program, Game by Lingo, coming up uh, right after this break. So thank you all for tuning in. Remember, our lines will remain open. 305-992-9537. We will be uh, right back. Bienvenidos a todos a nuestro programa La Verdad, Los Liberada, edición de profecía 
uh, bíblica. Yo soy Victoriano Batista, conmigo Nathan Jones, evangelista de Web Ministry con Lamp and Lion Ministries. Estamos transmitiendo en vivo de la área de Aventura y de Hallandale, así que le pedimos que nos mantengan a nosotros en oración. El tema de hoy va a ser ese del de libro profético de San Judas, a lo que nosotros notamos en el día de hoy, versículo 11, que la palabra dice, pero cuando él, Arcángel Miguel, contendía en el día disponado con el poder del cuerpo de Moisés, no atrevió a profetizar juicio o maldición contra él, sino que dijo, el Señor te reprenda. Y entonces no habla y dice, pero estos blasfemando cuántas cosas no conocen en las que naturaleza conocían en su corrompen como animales y fecundos, hay de ellos porque han seguido el camino de Caín y se lanzaron por lucro en el error de Balán y crecieron en la contradicción de Core. Y hoy vamos a hablar de quién es que esto está hablando. Pero antes de comenzar en nuestro programa, quiero decirles que la línea van a estar abierta, el teléfono 305-992-9537, si tiene alguna pregunta o comentario. Pero antes de continuar, vamos a orar una vez más. Padre, te damos gracias por esta oportunidad de nosotros, Dios, poder hacer este programa. Y te pedimos, Espíritu Santo, que bendiga nuestro programa, que bendiga a Nathan Jones y a mí, que la palabra que salga de nuestra boca sea para edificar y para animar. Por eso te damos gracias, Dios, en, el, en, en tu nombre, oramos en el nombre de Jesús. Amén. Una vez más, están sintonizados al Ministerio de la Verdad, los liberará edición de profecía bíblica, de Radio Big Batista y Nathan Jones, a lo que vamos a hablar del libro profético de San Judas, versículo 11. El programa de hoy ha sido posible por Calvary Chapel Aventura y el Ministerio La Verdad los liberará. Pueden encontrar más información en calvaryaventura.com o en JN832 en Facebook. Igualmente queremos compartir con ustedes algunos recursos. El Ministerio According to Prophecy, el evangelista Dan Perkins. Queremos invitarlo a ustedes que vayan a su sitio en el web y miren todos estos lindos recursos que ellos tienen para ustedes, mucho gratis. Igualmente con un mapa profético de la profecía bíblica, lineando todos los eventos. Igualmente queremos invitarlo a ustedes que tomen parte del Ministerio de Lamb Lion Ministry con el libro de Apocalipsis por el doctor David Reagan, a lo que le hace un repase al libro de Apocalipsis. Lo invitamos igualmente que tomen parte de estos increíbles recursos para sus librerías. Y también el ministerio de The Word for Today del pastor Chuck Smith, el librito What is the Rapture, que es lo que es el rapto de la iglesia. También lo invitamos a ustedes que tomen parte de estos increíbles recursos para que ustedes sigan creciendo en lo que es la escatología o la profecía bíblica. Pero ahora, antes de comenzar, quiero dar la invitación a mi invitado y buen amigo Nathan Jones del Ministerio Lamb and Lion Ministry. Nathan, it's great to have you in the second segment of our program. Thank you for joining me. Oh, thank you for having me on, Pastor Vic. What a great question. Dando la invitación a Nathan Jones. And Nathan, of course, uh, during our first segment, it just flew by in English, so I'm so glad that we get to do this now to bless the Spanish community. So thank you for joining me again. Le dando la gracia a Nathan Jones porque la primera parte que hicimos fue en inglés. El tiempo se fue tan rápido, pero ahora esta edición es para bendecir a la comunidad hispana. And of course, Nathan, if you would briefly just share with us maybe your contact information and also your ministry, uh, just in case someone here is new to uh, the ministry so they can get a little more familiar with what God is doing with your ministry. Le estoy pidiendo a Nathan que nos dé un poco más de información a través de su ministerio, tal vez ustedes son nuevos y no conocen a través del ministerio, para que sepan de los recursos de ellos. I'm the Associate Evangelist and Web Minister for Lamb and Lion Ministry. Él es evangelista asociado de Lamb and Lion Ministries. We're a Bible prophecy teaching ministry whose mission is to proclaim the soon return of Jesus Christ. Un ministerio evangelístico para compartir la pronto venida de nuestro Señor Jesucristo. And people can learn more about us and see our materials at our website at lamblion.com. Y pueden aprender más en lamblion.com de todos sus materiales. Hit the translate button and you can translate everything into Spanish. Le dan a traducir el botón ahí y puede traducir todo en español. We have a television show, Christ and Prophecy, articles and social networks folks can join. Igualmente tienen área de media social y artículos que ustedes pueden leer y ser parte de esos. And that's all on our website, lamblion.com. Y todo eso se encuentra en su sitio en el web, lamblion.com. Y toda esa información ustedes la pueden ver aquí en la pantalla. You can see all that information there behind the screen. Thank you, Nathan. Muchas gracias, Nathan. 
Uh, Nathan, I love the technology today. So with a click of a button, now people can simply translate everything on the page from different languages, from English to Spanish. That is amazing. Estoy diciendo a Nathan que la tecnología es increíble, que solamente con un clic ustedes pueden traducir todo lo que está en su sitio en el web de inglés a español. So that feature has been available recently, Nathan? Now we've had it on our website for a while. It should uh, translate to over 30 different languages. Eso es increíble. Ustedes pueden hacer un clic y simplemente pueden traducir en más de 30 lenguajes ahí a, a través de su página. Awesome, Nathan. I can't guarantee it's going to be the most accurate translation, <laughs> but it's the best, you know, best we can get with computers. <laughs> Él dice que no puede eh, decirle que va a ser 100% la traducción, pero eso es lo mejor que se puede hacer con inglés. Nathan, I think it'll be better than, the, than my Spanish to English translation, so I think it'll be more accurate. <laughs> Yo le digo a Nate que la traducción posiblemente van a ser más mejor que yo traduciendo de inglés a español. But Nathan, it's great to have you on. Es increíble tenerte aquí en el programa. Nathan, you've been taking us through this incredible letter, uh, a small book we call it, of Jude, which is really one chapter. Le estoy diciendo a Nate que él no está llevando a nosotros a través de este increíble libro profético. No es un libro, pero solamente un capítulo del libro de San Judas. And Nathan, there in a verse 11, we read, Woe to them, for they have gone in the way of Cain, and have run greedily in the air of Balaam, for profit, and perish in the rebellion of Korah. Hay de ellos porque han seguido el camino de Caín, y se lanzaron por lucro en el error de Balán, y perdieron en la, perdieron en la, en la contradicción de Korah. So, Nathan, what is going on? Who is this referring to? ¿De qué esto se refiere? Uh, actually, what he's referring to is we have to go back to verse 4. Ese está refiriendo, hay que ir al versículo 4 para ver la referencia. Verse 4 reads, For certain men have crept in unnoticed who long ago were marked out for this condemnation, ungodly men, who turned the grace of our God into lewdness and denied the only Lord God and our Lord, Jesus Christ. Porque algunos hombres han entrado encubiertamente los que desde antes habían sido destinados para estar condenación. Hombres impíos se convierten la libertad de gracia a nuestro Dios y niegan a Dios el único soberano y nuestro Señor Jesucristo. So what Jude is warning his church about is that these are false teachers, false congregants. Judas le está diciendo a la persona que estos son cristianos falsos y convertidos falsos. Like spies, they're, they're sneaking into the church to destroy the church. Como espías que se están entrando en la iglesia para tratar de destruir a la iglesia. And it's always been that way with Satan, to try to destroy what God has built. Y siempre ha sido así con Satanás, que él siempre trata de destruir lo que Dios ha puesto. And Jude here in verse 11 compares them to some of the most uh, villainous people of the Bible. Y Judas aquí lo compara a una de las gentes más peores de la Biblia. For instance, Cain. Cain was the uh, brother of Abel. Hablando de Cain, él era el hermano de Abel. Abel loved God with all his heart, but Cain could care less. Abel amaba a Dios con todo su corazón, pero Cain no le importaba nada de eso. And in jealousy, Cain killed his brother Abel. Y por celos, nosotros damos que Cain mató a su hermano Abel. And then there was the false prophet Balaam who was hired to put a curse on Israel. Y después de eso vino el falso profeta Balaín que lo que que lo 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 usaron para que traiga eh, como se dice malas cosas sobre la gente de Dios. But God used his own donkey to to chastise them. Pero Dios usó su burro, su mismo burro para castigarlo a él. And then when Israel was wandering the desert for 40 years. Y cuando Israel estaba en el desierto por más de 40 años, a man named Korah led a rebellion against Moses. Vino un hombre que se llamaba Korah que hizo una rebelión contra Moisés. And so God destroyed Korah and his followers as well. Y Dios destruyó a Korah y a eso que lo estaban siguiendo igualmente. Each of these men hated the Lord and they wanted to destroy his purposes. Cada uno de estos hombres odiaba a Dios y querían destruir su propósito. Just like these false people who come into our churches to try to destroy our churches. Igualmente como estos falsos gente que entra a la iglesia para traer de destruir a la gente de Dios. Nathan, that's a great point. Qué bueno punto. So these were individuals, uh, in a sense, creeping in uh, to cause division and to cause distraction. Estas eran personas que estaban entrando encubiertamente para traer división y para traer eh, contradicción. 
Desde que comenzó la iglesia, Satanás siempre ha buscado la manera de tratar de destruir la iglesia. Satanás siempre trajo gente falsa para tratar de jalar a la gente de Dios, de seguirlo a él. And that's what's happening, and that's what Jude is warning about. Y eso es lo que está ocurriendo, y eso es lo que San Judas nos está diciendo nosotros que tenemos que cuidarnos. Excellent point, buen punto, uh, Nathan. And of course, we notice uh, again it talks about how they greedily followed the errors of, of Balaam. No dice y se lanzaron por lucro en el error de Balaam. And, and it seems that money. Oftentimes is at the root of these things, right? Nathan Greed. Parece como que el dinero es lo que siempre está, como se dice, en la ruta de esto. Whereas the Christian is supposed to be outgoing and showing love outwardly, the false people, the false teachers, they are only concerned about themselves inwardly. Los cristianos muchas veces tratan de buscar la manera de ayudar por la gente que solamente quieren codicia, siempre solamente lo están haciendo por ellos mismos. It kind of reminds me of that uh, Star Wars series. Se la recuerda como la, la serie de Star Wars. Yeah, Anakin Skywalker was explaining that the Jedi always thought of other people. Anakin Skywalker estaba hablando que los Jedi siempre estaban pensando de otras gentes. But the Sith were only consumed by themselves. Pero los Sith solamente estaban consumidos con ellos mismos, preocupados. No, that's fiction, but it's a good analogy. <laughs> no, that's that's absolutely right, Nathan. Sometimes these movies have truth to them that we can apply. Right, and, and that's what these people are. They're they're coming in not to help the church. But to get whatever they can out of it and then destroy it. Excellent point. Buen punto. And of course, Nathan, there, as we continue on, we make our way through verse 12. And nosotros notamos versículo 12. Can you bring us through that? No puede traer por esto. Well, here Jude gets real poetic when he explains what these people are like. Aquí San Judas se pone un poco poético cuando habla de esta clase de gente. Verse 12, he starts. These are spots in your love feasts while they feast with you without fear, serving only themselves. They're clouds without water, carried about by the winds, laid out of trees without fruit, twice dead, pulled up by the roots. Nos dice, estos son manchas en vuestras agapes que comiendo impudicamente con vosotros se apacientan a sí mismos, nubes sin agua llevado a arcada para allá por los vientos, árboles Obtoñales sin fruto, dos veces muerto y desriagados. Raging waves of the sea, foaming up their own shame, wandering stars for whom is reserved the blackness of darkness forever. Versículo 13 nos dice: Fieras ondas del mar que espumas a su propia vergüenza, estrellas errantes para los cuales están reservadas eternamente las oscuridades y las tinieblas. Nathan, that is an incredible poetic passage. I mean, there is so much in there for individual sermons, if you will, from each one of these points. Le digo a Nathan que hay tanto que eso como un sermón para cada uno de estos puntos. Well, I like particularly the point about it makes about love feasts. Le encanta la área que no habla de vuestros agapes. Love feasts were actually the celebration of communion. La fiesta agape era la celebración de la Santa Cena. Jesus at the Last Supper showed us how to remember his death by taking the cup and the bread to remember his sacrifice on the cross. Y Jesucristo nos enseñó a nosotros la palabra de Dios antes de ir a la cruz hablando de la Santa Cena, de la copa, la sangre y el pan, el cuerpo de él. So the church is called a love feast because in love they remember Jesus Christ. Mm, I love that. Nosotros notamos que nos dice que la iglesia es la fiesta agape porque en amor nos recordamos de Jesucristo. And they'd also have banquets afterwards and maybe foot washings and fellowship. Y tenían banquetas después de eso y muchas veces lavando los pies y tiempo de compañerismo. But these false people coming in the church, they're like spots on these love feasts. Pero estos falsos cristianos eran como esta mancha en el tiempo de compañerismo. They feast with the other believers without fear. In other words, they don't fear God's judgment upon them. Ellos se, se, se juntaban con la gente sin temor de Dios en, en, en su corazón. Y no lo hacían para enseñar amor, sino solamente para servirse ellos mismos. 
Nathan, and that seems to be the case. It parece que muchas veces ese es el caso. Uh, you know, I mentioned in our last program is oftentimes uh, uh, I, I think about it in the way that, you know, you have a, a really nice white shirt on and I don't know if this ever happened to you where you get one ink mark, one spot on it and suddenly it just seems to ruin the whole <laughs> shirt, right? Yo le digo Nathan que muchas veces yo me recuerdo cuando habla de manchas como una persona que tiene una camisa blanca bien linda y le cae un poco de tinta y esa, ese poco de tinta, esa mancha inmediatamente hace como que daña la camisa, right Nate? Oh, isn't that awful? You have this beautiful white shirt, and all you have to do is get the tiniest little spot, and the whole shirt seems ruined. Nosotros estamos que como dice Nate, que como usted tiene una camisa bien linda y solamente le tiene una pequeña mancha y como que daña toda la camisa. And these people are just like that. They just ruin everything they touch. That's right. Esta gente son así que dañan toda la cosa que que ellos tocan. And, and Nathan, that's why it is true, you know, the church, uh, we often, uh, uh, as we mentioned earlier, you know, there is no perfect church. Hablamos antes que no hay ninguna iglesia perfecta. Churches have issues, la iglesia tienen problemas, but when we fellowship, our motives need to be uh, for the Lord. Pero cuando nosotros nos juntamos, el motivo tiene que ser para el Señor. Amen, brother. Uh, the fellowship of believers in Christ is supposed to be God-honoring. El compañerismo de los cristianos es para honrar a Dios. But these false members of the church, they don't want to honor God. It's only about themselves. Pero estos falsos miembros de la iglesia no querían honrar a Dios, pero era todo solamente pensando en, en ellos mismos. And that's why Jude compares them to clouds that have no water about them, that are blown away by the wind. Y por eso es que Judas lo compara como nubes sin aguas que solamente están como si se dando vuelta. You expect when clouds come to bring refreshing rain that brings life. Usted espera cuando vengan las nubes que traigan agua refrescante que trae vida. But these clouds are empty. They don't bring either life or refreshing. Pero estos nubes están eh, vacíos y no traen nada refrescar ni traen agua igualmente. They're also like trees that are supposed to produce beautiful fruit, but instead are dead. Y también son como árboles que deben de producir lindos frutos, pero no dice aquí que está muerto. And Jude said they should be pulled up by the roots. Y San Judas dice que deben de ser arrancados de las raíces. Nathan, that is a that, that's a great point. Eso es un buen punto. We notice that roots, uh, trees that have been cut, but uh, certain portions remain, and the roots remain. Uh, there is hope, but those that are pulled up by the roots. It's really no hope. Nosotros estamos que esos árboles que lo cortan, pero todavía tienen sus raíces, hay esperanza, pero eso que lo han sacado de las raíces no tienen esperanza. And Nathan, it kind of reminds you of Nebuchadnezzar. Me recuerda de Nebuchadnezzar, where they were told him that if he didn't repent, that he was going to be cut down. Como notamos la palabra en Daniel, que nos dice que si él no se arrepentía, que iban a estar cortados. And you know the story, Nathan, that uh, uh, when, when Daniel... Uh, brought a prophecy uh, to him. He did not repent, and it came to pass. And he was cut down, but he was not pulled up by the roots. And but then, when he repented, God was able to restore him. So there was hope there. Nosotros notamos que era como Nebuchadnezzar, que nos dice la palabra que Daniel le trajo un mensaje que se arrepienta, y él no se arrepintió y fue cortado, pero no fue arrancado por las raíces. Y después él fue restaurado cuando se arrepintió. So it reminds me, Nathan, hope, right? There's always hope. Que hay siempre esperanza. Excellent. Excellent point. I was in Israel a few years back. Él estaba en Israel hace un par de años atrás. And someone showed me an old olive tree that they cut down. Mm, y alguien le enseñó una mata que había cortado de olivos. They thought it was dead for, for about a year or two. Creía que estaba muerta como por uno o dos años. And then all of a sudden it started budding and growing again. Pero después comenzó a dar hojas. And when we have our roots in Jesus Christ, we too can grow. Mm, y cuando tenemos nuestras raíces en Jesucristo, igualmente podemos crecer. But these false people that come in the church, they have no roots whatsoever. Mm, pero estas falsas personas no tenían raíces. They're not just dead, Jude says, they're twice dead. No solamente muertas, pero doble muertos. And twice dead means not only dead in this life, but in the life to come, in judgment and hell. Mm, great point. Pero no solo muerto dos veces aquí, pero también en la vida eterna que es de venir. That's why in verse 13, he compares these people to raging waves of the sea. Por eso que en el versículo 13, no habla nosotros que son como las ondas del mar. But they foam up their own shame. Pero ellos mismos vienen y traen su vergüenza. 
Jesus said that at judgment day, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. Amen. Jesucristo dijo que en el tiempo de juicio todas rodillas se bajará y confesará que Jesucristo es el Señor. And they will stand before God in their own shame that day. Y van a estar parados en frente de Dios en su vergüenza. Because instead of having a life that honored God, they spent their life as an enemy of God. Porque en vez de vivir una vida que honraba a Dios, se pasaron la vida como enemigo de Dios. And that's why they're also compared to wandering stars who reserved for the blackness of darkness forever. Y por eso que lo compara como se estrellas en la tiniebla por siempre. People think of hell as a bright place because of fire, but the Bible describes hell as being utter blackness. Mm, mucha gente se cree que en el infierno va a haber luz por el fuego, pero no describe que el infierno va a ser un lugar de tinieblas y oscuridad. So the destination of these evil people, Judas saying, is hell. Y aquí no dice que la destinación de esta gente va a ser el infierno. And of course, Nathan, as I as we mentioned earlier, our focus is not always talking about uh, a hell. No, yo le dije a Nathan, como antes que nuestro enfoque no es hablar de el infierno. But the same way that we believe there's a real heaven, the Bible teaches that there's also a real hell. A place where people don't turn to Christ, they will be eternally separated from the Lord. No, de, nosotros notamos que a lo que nos encanta hablar de, de las del cielo igualmente ellos hay un infierno y es para eso que no reciben a Jesucristo y siempre van a estar van a estar separados de Dios para siempre si no se arrepienten and Nathan that hell is not what God has intended for people right el infierno no es lo que Dios tiene para la gente Jesus says that hell was created for Satan and his angels la palabra dice que Jesucristo que el infierno no fue hecho para la gente pero sino para Satanás y para sus ángeles so they were rebelled against God, and God created that hell as a punishment for them. Ellos rebeldearon contra Dios, y Dios hizo el infierno para un castigo para esos. But when mankind sinned, when I sinned, then that punishment fell upon me. Pero cuando yo peco, esa pena ahora estuvo puesta sobre Jesús. But God doesn't want people to go to hell. Pero Dios no quiere que la gente vaya para el infierno. So he sent his own son, Jesus Christ, to die in our place. Entonces él mandó a su hijo Jesucristo que muera en vez de nosotros. The judgment of hell became on Jesus Christ. El juicio del infierno vino sobre Jesucristo. And when we accept Jesus in faith and repent of our sins, He will forgive us. Y cuando aceptamos a Jesucristo y no arrepentimos de nuestro pecado, él nos perdona a nosotros. And that judgment no longer hangs over us anymore. Y ese juicio ya no está sobre nosotros. And we can stand before God forgiven and have fellowship with Him forever. Y podemos parar en el frente de Jesucristo perdonado para siempre. Awesome, Nathan. What a wonderful word of encouragement. Qué lindo uh, palabra de ánimo. And of course, Nathan, that's why we always encourage people that there is still hope and there is still time while they're still alive and listening uh, to our voice. There's still hope for those that haven't trusted in Jesus Christ to be able to do so. Por eso que le digamos a ustedes que siempre a la esperanza, eso que todavía pueden orar, oír nuestra voz que nos está mirando. Si usted no conoce a Jesucristo, todavía hay esperanza para usted en venir al reino del Señor. Right, Nathan? There's always hope. Siempre hay esperanza. Yes, there's always hope with Jesus Christ. And that's what Jude is trying to share with us here. Siempre hay esperanza con Jesucristo. Y eso es lo que Judas quiere enseñar a nosotros aquí. Don't follow these false teachers. They're just going to lead you to hell. No sigan a estos falsos maestros que simplemente lo van a descarriar y usted va a terminar en el infierno. Ponga su fe en Jesucristo y usted va a tener vida eterna. And, and Nathan, I mean, I, I know there's maybe some pastors and leaders uh, watching our program. Tal vez hay unos pastores o líderes mirando eh, este programa. And, and Nathan, the encouragement also will be for them not, not to compromise and to be careful with doctrine, right? La, la, el mensaje para pastores líderes que tengan mucho cuidado con la doctrina y que no hagan compromiso con la palabra de Dios. Esto es un tiempo de gran temor para los pastores. Muchos pastores no quieren eh, disciplinar la iglesia o la gente porque se creen que lo van a someter. And instead of their church services being about the worship of God, they turn them into outreach services. Y en vez de sus eh, servicios de la iglesia ser para Dios, lo hacen como eh, eh, buscar a la gente solamente para que entren. So they invite these false teachers, these false members in with open arms. Y invitan a estos falsos maestros con, eh, y, y, y enseñadores con las manos abiertas que entren a sus iglesias. But like you said, they only cause division and destruction. 
Pero como dice San Judas, solamente causan división y destrucción. To protect their churches, pastors need to stand strong up against these false teachers and not let them in. Y para nosotros poder pelear contra esta clase, los pastores tienen que mantenerse firmes y pelear contra estos falsos maestros. Sure, love on them, try to teach them about Jesus Christ, but if they won't convert, then you can't keep them there. Igualmente, nosotros sí les damos amor, pero si no quieren convertirse, no podemos dejarlo a ellos que se queden ahí. Because their mission isn't to worship Christ, but to destroy the church. Porque la misión de ellos no es para como se dice, alabar a Dios, pero sino para destruir la obra que Dios está haciendo. Yeah. I mean, we don't invite terrorists into our country to get to know them better. Why would we invite doctrinal terrorists into our church? Excellent point. Nosotros no invitamos terroristas para que vengan a nuestra iglesia. ¿Por qué vamos nosotros a invitar terroristas espirituales para que vengan a infiltrar la iglesia? Nathan, that is a great point. Eso es un buen punto. So discernment is so much needed these last days. Discernir es algo que es tan importante en estos últimos días. And I know we only have about a minute left to the program. Solamente nos queda como un minuto para el programa. But we oftentimes love to end with a word of encouragement and invitation for you that are watching or you that are listening that don't know the Lord. There is still time. It's through the Holy Spirit's power that you will be able to discern that good from evil and you need to start that relationship with the Lord today. Digamos que la manera que nosotros vamos a poder discernir lo bueno de lo malo es por el Espíritu Santo y necesitamos dejar que el Espíritu Santo nos guíe y darle una oportunidad a Él que entre nuestros corazones en el día de hoy. So Nathan, would you uh, do us the honor as we get ready to wrap up and maybe offer a prayer of invitation for someone out there. Maybe someone is open to receiving Christ and we would love for them to turn their hearts over to Him today. Digo que tal vez está preparado para recibir a Jesucristo y Nathan Jones que le dé una invitación para eso que tal vez estén preparados para que reciban al Señor hoy. Oren en su corazón, Jesucristo, perdona por mi pecado, entra en mi corazón. Jesus promises, forgive you of your sins. Y Jesucristo promete limpiarlo y perdonarlo de todo pecado. Take the guilt away and give you a whole new life. Y le da a ustedes una vida totalmente nueva a lo que le quita todo el pensamiento de su maldad que hicieron. Excellent, excelente. And of course, those of you that have prayed to receive the Lord, remember you can always get a hold of our cell lines. We'll be open 305-992-9537. Eso de ustedes que también oraron y quieren recibir a Jesucristo, le están abierta 305-992-9537. 9537. We thank you for tuning in to the Truth Who Set You Free Bible Prophecy Radio Edition. Dave Batista and Nathan Jones that we've been talking about the prophetic book of Jude. Gracias por sintonizarse. La verdad los liberará. Edición de profecía bíblica. Dave Batista and Nathan Jones. A lo que hemos hablado del libro profético de San Judas. Nathan, can you believe our second segment is over, man? It's so awesome to have you on the program. And thank you so much for being part of today's program. Wow, what a blessing, man. Thank you for having me on. Le estoy dando la gracia a Nathan Jones por ser parte de nuestro programa. El tiempo se nos va tan rápido, pero siempre es una bendición tenerlos a él aquí. Nathan, thank you so much. I pray you have an awesome weekend. Also to our viewers and listeners, thank you for tuning in. Gracias Nathan por ser parte del programa. Y para esos que están sintonizados, igualmente gracias por sintonizarse a nuestro programa aquí en el día de hoy. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Que Dios lo bendiga. We'll see you next week. No willing if the rapture doesn't happen first. Nos vemos la semana que viene. Si el rato de la iglesia no pasa primero. Otherwise, we'll see each other in heaven. Si no, nos vemos en el cielo. Thank you for joining us. Gracias por ser parte de hoy.